For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Project Keto. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast is a result of my lifelong experience searching for the answers to my health struggles. I'm here to teach you the how-tos, practical tips, and tactics to eating a ketogenic diet. No more deprivation or confusion when it comes to your amazing body. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to this final episode of Season 6. This is Episode 17. We're wrapping up the season here, and I'm so grateful to all of you who have been listening all the way through. And if you are brand new to the show, then welcome. Wonderful place to start. But you should also just know that the way that Project Keto Podcast works is in seasons. And each season has a different theme or a different kind of lesson or category category to it, and they're almost done as mini courses. So absolutely feel free to start here if this is where you're at, but after that, go all the way back to the beginning of season six and listen sequentially, or even better, go back to season one, episode one, and listen to each season in order, and that is going to give you the most knowledge. But I want to thank somebody who just wrote a review, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is from JJ Toll, and she says, love, love, love this podcast. I love listening to these episodes over and over. The info stays fresh in my mind and helps me helps keep me on track while pursuing a keto lifestyle. I appreciate her depth of knowledge and thoroughly enjoy learning about her journey from keto to carnivore. Awesome. I'm so glad that this podcast resonates with you and that you are getting something out of it. Today, we are talking about why keto doesn't work. Shocker, right? Because this is a keto podcast, and so, you know, I'm supposed to be just promoting keto left and right, which, yes, I absolutely love keto, but I see all the time that people feel that keto doesn't work, or they say it doesn't work, or they say that keto is over, or keto is dead, and today we are going to address the truth in that. So we're going through three different points today, and the first one about why keto doesn't work is because People think that keto means a certain set of macros. So they might think it means that you stay under 20 grams of carbs a day or you eat 60% of your diet is fat or they give these percentages or these grams or these numbers and they say that's keto. And that's just a bunch of BS, honestly. That's not true at all. Everybody needs to go back and remember what even is a ketogenic diet? So let's define it. Keto is any diet that gets you fat adapted. So it's it's whatever way of eating or lifestyle you choose, but it's one that makes it so that you can get into ketosis. And ketosis doesn't mean 
you're eating a certain number of macros, it, it has nothing to do with that. Ketosis means that you are able to tap into body fat stores, burn body fat, and that creates ketones in your body. And the ketones are used as fuel in your brain and in your cells. The alternative, if that's not the process that's happening, the alternative is to be a sugar burner. So somebody who needs to eat carbs and sugar so that you can use sugar in your brain and in your cells for fuel. You can either use ketones or you can use glucose or sugar. And that's that's as simple as that. So there are thousands of ways that you can get your body fat adapted and able to become a fat burning machine and able to get into ketosis. And it has nothing to do with eating a certain set of macros. I've seen people eat zero carbs and be in keto or be in ketosis. I've seen people eating 100 grams of carbs a day and be in ketosis. I've seen people use fasting and not use fasting. I've seen people who track and who don't track. I've seen people who eat gluten and who don't eat gluten. So I can give all my opinions on what I think is healthy. And that's what season six has been all about is going back to the basics of health so that you can understand the biology and the the ins and outs of how your body truly works so you can make your own intelligent decisions and be your own best doctor. But the point is, is that not everybody needs to do a certain set of macros. And I want to hammer this into everybody's brains because I did a little quiz on Instagram the other day with my followers and I asked why keto doesn't work for you. And basically all of the answers were because I don't like tracking my food or because it's too hard to count how many carbs, fats, and proteins I eat, those kinds of reasons. And I think that's so silly because I have never counted my macros. I've never tracked my food for ketosis. I've done food journals, but for other reasons, more for reflection or just to kind of see an honest statement of what I'm really eating but not for counting macros. I've never used an app. One person said that she doesn't like keto because she has to be tied to her phone and use an app to tell her what she's eating. That's ridiculous. That's nothing to do with getting into ketosis. And if you go back to the beginning of season six and just at least master the first lesson on insulin and blood sugar, then you'll begin to understand what ketosis means and how to get into it without using an app a piece of paper, a calculator, um, without counting anything. Of course, if you're eating an all-carb diet or a standard American diet, it's unlikely that you're going to get into ketosis. But you don't have to track anything or count macros to get off of a standard American diet. In fact, most people that would just go to an all-real-food diet would probably end up getting fat adapted, meaning people that would eat all single ingredient foods like vegetables, like broccoli or fruits or meats or fats, things that don't have a list of ingredients. If you're just eating foods like that, it's likely that you're going to get your body more fat adapted, even if you're eating some higher carb fruits and vegetables. Not everybody, but some people would have that actually happen to them. So I want you to to take away from this that there's absolutely no requirement to count your macros, to track your food, to use an app, 
or to stay within some kind of guidelines. Yes, those tools might have a place for somebody who is completely mixed up or confused or you have no idea what a fat, a protein, and a carb are and you need something to tell you, you know, are there fats in lettuce or is it protein or is it a carb or what is that? If you have absolutely no idea, then you might need to use something like an app or something that tells you the amount of carbs and fats and proteins for a couple of days, but you get the hang of it very, very quickly and you shouldn't need to use that for very long. My second point today is that even if you eat keto macros, like if somebody's telling you to eat a certain percentage of macronutrients and you're doing that, well, you might still be overweight or have health problems or have a plateau or not be able to get into ketosis, even if you're eating a perfect keto diet. And you must address some other issues if that's you. Many, many, many people don't fix their health just by cleaning up their diet. That has to be the first step, but oftentimes you need to take it further. So some common issues that come up that wouldn't be corrected by changing your macronutrients would be autoimmune disorders, food sensitivities, hormone problems, being overly toxic, uh, parasites. That's just a very small list of some serious problems that the majority of people have. And in my experience, doing just ketogenic macros did not really do much for me. Um, I was already eating a real food diet when I learned about keto a number of years ago. And when I cut out most carbs and was eating lots and lots of non-starchy vegetables, lots of fat, and some mild amounts of meat and proteins, I felt good. I liked the food. It was enjoyable. Um, But I didn't really lose any weight. I didn't fix any digestive problems at all. Um, My brain problems didn't really clear up. My skin rashes didn't go away. My mood issues, my nothing really improved other than um, I think I just liked eating a keto diet. It was enjoyable for me and I didn't mind giving up the starchy vegetables and the grains. So let's say you've got autoimmune. Well, you can't just fix autoimmune with just clearing up your diet. Absolutely, you have to clean up your diet. That has to be a part of it. But autoimmune starts in the gut. And if you don't do some pretty intense, significant gut healing protocols, it's likely that you're going to be living with an autoimmune condition forever that you can manage with diet, but you can't just get rid of that until you truly heal your leaky gut issues and maybe some neurotransmitter issues and other types of things. Okay, food sensitivities. You know, I, I'm i extremely sensitive to a lot of foods and many of them are acceptable on a ketogenic diet. So for me, if I'm eating lots of plants and vegetables, well then I have severe bloating, I have brain fog, I have melasma on my face, I have blackheads on my nose, I have skin rashes that can show up, and I'm more overweight. And that would be from quote-unquote healthy foods like broccoli and lettuce and tomatoes. So if you're continuing to eat foods you're sensitive to, even if it's in ketogenic macros, you're not going to probably get into ketosis or have a very healthy body. Hormone problems. 
I mean, there's a, a, we could have an entire show that's just about hormones. People have entire practices just about hormones. This is a massive topic. And absolutely addressing insulin and blood sugar by doing a ketogenic diet is the first step of correcting hormone problems because, did you know, insulin is one of your major hormones. And you cannot actually correct any kinds of sex hormone problems if insulin is out of control. So you must get onto something like a low-carb or a ketogenic diet to get rid of some insulin issues, but then you need to do deeper work from there if you're still having estrogen dominance, if you're not producing any hormones, if you have cysts in your ovaries. I mean, there's a lot of different things that can come up with hormones that just changing your macros doesn't completely fix. Toxins is another huge issue I talk about toxins all the time. When you have a liver that can't process the toxin load easily and and really efficiently, then you store extra toxins in your fat cells. And that's really safe. That actually keeps you from going into shock or dying. So it's a positive thing, but it also keeps you fat. And it does that by holding these toxins in the fat cells and your body becomes stubborn where it will not burn fat no matter what diet you're eating, including a, an anorexic diet. A lot of times people will still not lose the fat if they're overly toxic because if you burn that fat, toxins will be released from the fat cells into your bloodstream. They go to the liver and if the liver is congested and clogged and overburdened, it can't take it and then worst case scenario, you die. So you're not going to be burning the fat if you have a toxin issue. So addressing toxins doesn't really have a lot to do with eating ketogenic macros. Another one, parasites. This is something that I experienced. I mean, I've passed probably a minimum of a thousand very large worms. And I'm sorry if that's offensive or icky to you, but I don't care anymore because I've seen so many people get such extreme benefit from addressing their parasite problems and pooping out these worms or getting them out other ways. And it's life-changing and it's extremely common. If you think that you don't have parasites, I'm sorry, you do. You might not have as big of a problem as I did, but you actually might. You just don't know. Um, If you're having things like SIBO or bloating or severe mood problems or extreme constipation or diarrhea or pain in your gut or the list goes on and on and on and on, those could all be signs that you are actually full of parasites. And eating a ketogenic diet absolutely will not address parasites. And for me, I had SIBO and it was extremely exacerbated by eating vegetables or any carb foods whatsoever. And just eating a ketogenic diet did not help my SIBO at all. So I like to point this out to actually give you hope. I'm not giving you doom and gloom here. I'm giving you hope that if you feel like you've done everything, you've cut out the carbs, you've cut out the grains, you don't eat sugar, you don't eat gluten, you don't eat dairy, you don't need to eat this and that, and we could go on and on, but you still have problems just know that there actually is a lot of hope for you and that just addressing your diet is not 100% of the issue. It might take getting on some more sophisticated protocols of some supplements 
or some other diet changes you might need to do. Like for me, I, I needed to eliminate the vegetables. I just, I don't do well with vegetables. I don't do well with most all plant foods, except for some fruits are okay with me. So I had to do that and I'm thriving. I'm doing so much better. I probably have the best health of my life. Now that doesn't mean that everybody needs to give up plant foods or vegetables, but you might consider that if you haven't tried that yet, then you haven't tried everything. And keto, and when I say keto, I mean what people say are ketogenic macros is not the be-all end-all. Now remember, if you're doing a carnivore diet, that is absolutely a keto diet. I mean, you will absolutely become fat adapted if you are eating a carnivore diet, especially if it's very high in protein and you're not way overloading on the fat or the dairy. Okay, the third point for today is your mindset. If you aren't living from a place of self-love, you probably won't achieve your health goals no matter what you do. If you're experiencing shame and guilt, that's way more powerful than your macronutrients. You know, I had a dinner party recently and a friend of mine was telling me that when he first started his health journey years ago, he used to eat pizzas all the time. Like he would sit down and eat like a whole pizza. And the first thing that he actually did was stop feeling bad about doing that. And he would eat this pizza and he would have really good thoughts about it and think about how good he's going to feel and how he, his body is going to just love this and he's going to thrive. And then he would, he would feel amazing and his body would thrive. And then he would try it out the next day and he would eat a pizza and he would just let himself feel all this guilt and shame. And he would tell himself that he shouldn't be doing that. And this is terrible food. And then he would feel really sick and get a bad reaction to the pizza. So if you're still eating pizza or you're still eating any, any, whatever, any bad foods or standard American diet foods, great. I'm not saying that you should just keep eating that forever, but your very first step before you change is to actually let go of the guilt and the shame and the judgment and use your brain. As humans, we are so much more powerful than anybody is even aware of. We have immense powers in our brains, in our psyches, in our subconscious. We are so incredibly amazing. And you can tap into that right now without changing your diet at all. Again, I'm not promoting that you eat a junk food diet with positive thoughts, but I know many of you listening are eating junk food. So why not feel good about yourself anyways? Love yourself anyways. You know, don't have the shame, don't have the guilt. And if you want to make changes to your diet, you do it out of love, not out of punishment or shame. I've found recently that some incredibly powerful tools that I've been using are hypnosis, breathwork, and brain tap. And these are some different ways to rewire your brain, rewire your subconscious thoughts, let go of old patterns and triggers and lies that we've been telling ourselves since maybe we were in the womb, since our birth, since our childhood, since being an adult. We pick up on these uh stories that we tell ourselves that we to believe to be truth. And that drives our entire thoughts, our entire subconscious system, the way that we love ourselves or that we don't love ourselves. 
And by using tools like hypnosis and breathwork and brain tap, you can start to rewire a lot of that so that it's not such a struggle and torture and it doesn't feel so bad when you're trying to make positive changes in your life, whether it's your diet or your relationships or your habits or your work or anything. Using tools like hypnosis are incredible. So I highly recommend you seek out some of those tools. And BrainTap is one of my favorite ones. If you follow me on Instagram at healthy underscore Madeline, you see almost every single day I post a little picture or video of myself doing my BrainTap. And I do it one to three times every single day. And it's this like headset that I wear that has headphones and it has this kind of thing that goes over your eyes. It looks kind of like sunglasses. And it shines these certain lights um, over your eyes, even though you have your eyes shut. But it's these lights that go into your eyes or your brain. And then there's also lights in the headphones that shine on, I'm assuming they're shining on my brain. Um, and it's an audio that you listen to that feels very similar to a hypnosis audio. It's not the same thing as hypnosis, but it feels like it. It's about a 15 to 20 minute type of meditation experience. And you hear this man talking and you can just fall asleep or listen or just lie there. But I find that every time I do it, I fall into such a deep sleep. It's like beyond sleep. I feel like I exit my body and go into the ethers or somewhere else, some other universe, and I just leave. And I feel like my body and my brain and my subconscious do this really deep repair and healing. And then when it's over, I like, boom, like flood back into my body and I'm so rested. It's amazing. And on March 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Patrick Porter. He is the creator of BrainTap and he's incredible. I'll be interviewing him on Instagram Live. So put this on your calendar. Thursday, March 17th, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Dr. Patrick Porter and I are going to be talking about brain tap and how it works and why you would do it and how it changes people's lives and bodies and how you can start doing it. And I just think all of you need to tune into that for sure. And you can even ask questions live during the interview. So that's one reason why you'd want to be there um, on it. And then um, hypnosis, something else I've been using pretty much daily. I just have a few different hypnosis recordings that I really like that I listen to. But in the past, I've gone to hypnotherapy sessions in person, and that has been life-changing as well. I'm even considering going and getting my own hypnosis certification done so I can be a hypnotherapist. It's something I'm very seriously considering because I am finding that just counseling people on their nutrition is not taking people as far as they need to go. I run across people all the time who have these emotional blocks and they have these uh, these mental blocks that they cannot bust through. And I don't think it's their fault. I don't think it's because they're stupid or because they're weak or because they just don't have willpower or they don't understand. I seriously think that they have a subconscious block and they need to rewire their brain. And I think hypnosis and brain tap 
are phenomenal for that. And then something like shamanic breathwork, you can seek that out. It's just called shamanic breathwork. That's a very specific thing. It's not just generalized breathwork. It's a specific um, psychosomatic experience. You go on a shamanic journey. It's kind of similar to doing something like a plant medicine retreat, but there's no, uh, you don't ingest anything. There's no psychedelics, there's no medicines, there's nothing you put in your body. You're simply using music and breath and drumming and an environment to unleash the ego, tap into your subconscious, tap into trapped emotions and past life issues and uh, about a million other things and you let all of that move out of you. You get it out of your body and then you have processing sessions where you learn to integrate what just happened in your journey into your life. So it's incredibly powerful. If you are local in the Twin Cities area, I am leading a number of upcoming shamanic breathwork retreats and workshops, and there's a whole weekend-long one coming up March 11th through the 13th, and we still have a couple of spots open. So for all of my local Minneapolis people, which I know a lot of you are listening, go to the link or just go to MadelineEvergreen.com and click on shamanic breathwork and get yourself signed up for the retreat or for one of my future shorter events. Um... I can't recommend it enough. And then before we wrap up today, I want to share one little item that I'm just absolutely loving lately. And this is something I've been loving for years, but I just realized I haven't really shared it before. I love my branch chain amino acid little drink, my powder that I take right after my workouts. This is a powder I've been using after every workout, so every day for a long time, for years. I've tried different ones and they usually taste pretty bad because amino acids are not very tasty, but this one is strawberry kiwi flavored and it tastes so good. That's actually one of my favorite parts of it. But what I also love about it is that it helps me to retain muscle mass and not to lose or break down my muscle from my workouts. That's why somebody would take branch chain amino acids with their workouts is to help retain and repair muscle. It doesn't make you bulk up like a beast, even though on the packaging there's this like topless man that's totally ripped and you can see every muscle and he's huge. And yeah, you can use branch chain amino acids to help with that, but I use it for more of like a normal thing, just to repair my muscles after my workouts, help me retain muscle, help me to build muscle when I want to. And then I also think this is incredibly important for elderly or sedentary people. As you age, you have a very, very difficult time retaining muscle mass. It just is inevitable. It happens with aging. So the older you get, the harder it is to retain muscle. And elderly people end up with incredibly high body fat percentages, even if they're very, very thin or petite. And it's because they rapidly lose their muscle and they're all fat and water. So if you've ever touched an elderly person and they are very, very squishy, even if they're very small, a small size, or maybe they're even 85 or 90 pounds, but they're very, very soft and squishy, unfortunately, that's because they have lost almost all of their muscle mass. And retaining muscle mass is the number one marker of aging. So the more muscle mass you retain, the less markers of aging you have, meaning it's like the best anti-aging tool ever is just retaining or building muscle. 
So whatever you can do as a healthy person, make sure you have a focus on building and retaining muscle. So do resistance workouts, whether it's body weight or with weights, but make sure that you are doing resistance training. You can let go of the cardio uh, and maybe just do some bursts of, of high intensity intervals. So about four minutes of high intensity intervals, like a Tabata, do that and then focus the rest of your workouts on retaining muscle or building muscle. And I promise you're not going to bulk up unless you take on a full-time job of trying to bulk up. Nobody bulks up easy peasy. You just become more lean. You start to replace a lot of your body fat with muscle and your circumference actually can become smaller if you build muscle. So it's very um, fascinating. But a lot of people struggle to build or retain muscle um, for many reasons, and taking branched-chain amino acids can absolutely assist you with that. So you may want to give it a try. Don't take just any branched-chain amino acid supplement out there because most of them are terrible. Most of them are filled with artificial sweeteners or sugar or dyes or flavorings or colors that are very, very unhealthy, and the source of the amino acids are also Uh, not good at all, not something that you want to put in your body. So I'm going to be linking to a medical grade one from Nutridyne that is highly recommended, very, very clean. It tastes good. It's effective. It's safe to use. It's non-GMO. It's gluten-free. It's got all of um, the qualifications you would want in supplements. And um, it's just a very reputable brand. So I'll be linking to that in the show notes. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I'm not leaving you forever. A number of you have reached out to me pleading me to continue the season on or just continue the podcast on. And I want to make sure that you know that whether the podcast is, you know, currently going or not, I am still here. And the best place to stay up to date with my teachings and my lessons and my health information is over on Instagram. You can find me at healthy underscore Madeline. You can also get a lot of my resources and information on my website at madelineevergreen.com. All of that will be linked below. Uh, And I have got big plans. I'm not disappearing. No matter what happens to this podcast, I am going to continue putting out health information. So you can find me at those places to stay in touch, see my videos. Um, I might potentially be starting a YouTube channel or some other forms of content more than just the audio format. I do a lot of cooking demonstrations on Instagram And I just don't want you to think that I've disappeared just because season six has ended. I promise you I am not gone. Thank you all for listening. I love you so much. I'm sending you amazing, positive, good vibrations. Remember that the best thing that you can do for your health is raise your vibration. So I'm going to help you by sending you positive vibes right now. Whether you're listening in current time or the future, positive vibes can break through time like nobody's business. So good luck with your health and I will catch you over on Instagram. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.